Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast would like to thank Artisans Woodwork for being a proud sponsor of this podcast. Artisan Woodwork is a locally owned small business that creates high quality cutting boards, cheese boards, and serving trays. So if you're in the market for a great gift for you, your friends, or your family, I ask you to contact Artisans Woodwork through Facebook at Artisans Woodwork 73. Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. Hey, I want to welcome all of you to Jesus and a Cup of Joe. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to spend it with me. Hope and pray you're having a fantastic day. You've got you a great cup of Joe, and you're ready to go. Today, I want to look at six things that Satan wants more than anything else. This is not propping Satan. This is not giving him props. This is not putting a spotlight on him. What this is doing is bringing a spotlight to six possible things he loves to do to us as followers of Christ to cause uh, issues and problems in our life. Okay, We know that Satan loves to make people doubt God's word. All right, Satan showed that he has the greatest tricks when it comes to the first encounter of mankind ever in Genesis 3. And it says, Now the serpent was more crafty than any other beast in the field that the Lord God had made. He said to woman, Did God actually say, You shall not eat of any tree in the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit of the trees in the garden, but God did say, Do not eat eat the fruit of the tree that's in the middle of the garden, and you must not touch it or you will die. Certainly you will not die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows when you eat of this, your eyes will be open and you will be godlike, knowing all of good and evil. Now that's Genesis chapter 3. This is the first interactions we see with uh, mankind and when the serpent, which is Satan, comes on the scene. Because yes, Satan has been convincing people to doubt God's word ever since the beginning of time. And then to this day, the enemy has convinced people to doubt the 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 Bible. And he's convinced them to doubt uh, listening to his word and believing in the word that is spoken and that is the true word of God. All right. So by even doubting even one word, we've, we're trying to prove that God's wrong. And then by proving God's wrong, then we don't have to accept it. All right. So you got to understand God doesn't lie. All right. God's not the author of confusion. He's not a liar. All right. And if we look at Numbers 23, 19, we see where God is not human, that he should lie, not, uh, not a human being, that he should change his mind. Does he speak and then not act? Does he promise and not fulfill? So this is showing through Numbers 29, 19, this is showing where God doesn't lie. He's not human. He's not capable of lying to us. He would never lie to us because we're his creation. We're, we are his children, and he has no reason to lie to us. All right. So the second thing that the that Satan loves to do is, is he loves to paralyze us with fear because fear is another tactic of Satan. And he he uses the struggles that we go through in our life with extreme fear and panic attacks and the slightest scares. He can keep fear in our eyes that keeps us from not keeping our focus on God. All right, even in our own lives, in the in the being in the middle of fear, we can find that we can be consumed with what ifs. We've all struggled with what ifs. 
What if this happens? What if that happens? What if I can't get this fixed? What if nobody loves me? What if, what if, what if? The thing is, is this is Satan trying to paralyze you with the fear. Okay? Because we cannot stay focused on God if we are focused on the what ifs. We have to put our complete faith in God. Fear is keeping us from taking our steps in faith as a, as a new believer and praying for our friends and doing the things that the Lord needs us to do. 1 John 14, 18, it says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, for fear has to do with the punishment, and whoever fears has not been perfect in love. All right? So right off the bat, we know that that Satan wants us to doubt God's word. He tries to paralyze us with fear. And now let's see what else he's going to try to do to us. Because like I said, six things. So we got four more things. So we need to, to really buckle down and focus on what is about to come next. This next one is, is a huge in my book. It's silencing us from sharing the gospel. Christians who hoard the gospel themselves are ineffective Christians. One of our primary roles as a follower in Christ is to make more followers in Christ. In fact, Matthew 28, 19, it would deem us as our greatest mission. But yet one trick that the enemy tries to do is silence us as Christians. Okay. Silence us as Christians. Matthew 28, 19, it says, therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the father, then the son and the Holy spirit. All right. That's Matthew 28, 19. When we see modern society and we're looking at social media and how many Christians feel nervous about sharing God's word of being fear of being virtually attacked or not wanting to be associated with a church. One of the things that I see more than ever in today's world, and I did an episode uh, entitled Cancel Culture, is the fact that we are allowing the devil himself and his, his demons and the people he's influenced to try to shut us down. And I'm here to tell you today, you cannot shut down the word of God. The word of God is a living, breathing book. And his word rings true from, from the dawn of time until the time that, that the world will end. His word will always ring true. God is not the author of confusion. He's not the, the author of, of, mishaps, God has a perfect love and a perfect place for us. Silencing us from sharing the gospel is one way that Satan wants to shut us down. Like I said, he uses social media. This podcast has been a victim to social media trying to shut down Jesus and a cup of Joe because it considered it as spam or something of this nature. What it really boiled down to is the fact that the world doesn't want the the gospel of Jesus going out, whether it's uh, posting devotionals or showing photographs or anything like this. And it's fine. They could try to shut me down all day. They're going to try to shut you down. But listen to what I'm trying to tell you. Hold fast and steady to the word of God, and he will get you through it. Although we cannot give the enemy 100% credit for trying to shut us down, he can play a hateful role in this. All right. We can see how many Christians prefer to worship quietly because they don't want to offend anybody. But yet the followers of Christ should take every moment to spread the gospel. 
And when we sink back from doing this, the enemy wins. When we are not being influencers for Christ, the enemy wins. When we're not fighting for Jesus, the enemy wins. And I'm not sitting here telling you that Jesus needs us to fight for him because I'm here to tell you there has been no one that's ever been able to defeat Jesus, hands down. Satan himself couldn't do it. When he put Jesus on the cross, he thought it was done. He wiped his hands away. Guess what happened on the third day? That stone rolled away and the the tomb was empty and the devil himself lost. All right. We need to always remember this when we're sharing the gospel, when we're trying to share the gospel to the world, just like Matthew 28, 19 says, we need to therefore go and make disciples of all nation, baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Can I get an amen? We need to look a little further. We need to look at Romans 1, 16, for it says, I am not ashamed of the good news about Christ, for it's the power of God at work, saving everyone who believes, first the Jew and also the Gentile. That's something we need to look at. And we always need to remember Romans 6, or I'm sorry, Romans 1, 16. Keep that close to your heart, all right? The fourth thing that, that Satan loves to do is he loves to cause you to live in shame, reminding you of your past indiscretions and your insecurities and your your falsehoods or your problems that, that you have, because this is another scheme that Satan loves to use. In fact, the enemy will convince you that your past disqualify you for, for from receiving the love and grace of God. And you will never be able be accepted into the family of God. And I'm here to tell you that is a hundred percent a lie because the deceiver, the one who loves to lie is Satan himself. God loves you. All right. God loves you tremendously. He sent his son for you. I'm here to tell you today. All right. This is scripture that God loves you. John 3, 16. If you don't believe me, look at the scriptures. All right. So that's that's the truth is you got to look at the scriptures and see what's going on. If you don't realize that God loves you, then you're going to remain defeated and frustrated. All right. But remember that. Jesus overcame the world and he told the disciples that he overcame the world. And if we believe to him, we would follow suit. Okay. And if we look at first uh, John one 19, it says, if we confess our sins, that he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all of unrighteousness. Honestly, the devil wants to keep you dirty Jesus has already made you clean. If you're a follower of Jesus, you're already clean. You've had the blood applied to you. You are wearing a a white robe. Does it get a little dusty and dirty? Possibly because of sins in our life. But we have the blood applied to us. We are sealed with the glory of God. We are hope we're in the right hand of righteousness of God. No one can take us out of that. Once saved, always saved. Once we're in God's hands, no one can take us out of his hands. Satan can't do it. The world can't do it. The only person that could possibly do it is Jesus himself. But I'm telling you, once the blood is applied, we are sealed and we are safe. And we need to understand that, okay? We need to understand that. If we look once again, we, we're looking at uh, Romans 8.1. It says, therefore, there's no condemnation in them which are in Christ Jesus, who walked out after the flesh, but not of the, uh, but after the spirit. All right. Who walked not after the flesh, but after the spirit. 
And that's what it boils down to is the, the, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. All right. And if we follow the things of the spirit, we are fine. When we follow the things of the, the flesh on here on this earth, we put ourselves in trouble. Number five, all right, uh, for us to worship an idol. An idol could be anything that we place before the Lord. In the Old Testament, it was clear to see that they worship literal objects. Although most Christians did not have a golden calf or statue of Jesus that they praise, but they still hold idols and take their place in our hearts. For worshiping our favorite celebrities, spending hours on social media, living the life, that's extreme focus on ourselves and making everything an idol. The trick of the enemy is much clever to realize this, okay? So where am I going with this? It's real simple. When we take, and y'all have heard me, if you listen to this podcast for any amount of time, you've heard me talk about being Christ-centered, all right? You must be Christ-centered. Jesus must be in the center of your life. If he's not the, the, the spoke that holds the wheel together, you will not work in the best way that you're supposed to do it. I'm living proof. I've talked about this time and time again, but worshiping other other things other than God and putting idols, whether it's material things or, or, or sports figures or movie stars or singers or anything of this nature, once we put something in that place of, of, of God, we have turned around and, and made ourselves unbalanced, okay? We will make ourselves unbalanced. But as long as we are... Um, trying to 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 place replace God, I should say, with other things, we're going to be hurting ourselves. Okay, so once we start looking for things that we should be looking to God for, now we are getting into a dangerous time. All right, because the fads, all of these fads will change. All of this social media that we are putting our our faith and time into will will go away. All right, there's going to come a time. If you don't believe me, look in the book of Revelations because when you read the book of Revelation, it dis- discusses the, all of the things that will be coming to pass, okay? And I'm a firm believer and I'm not going to get too deep into this for the fact is I believe that there'll be a time and a place for me to discuss Revelation on this podcast, but today's not it. But I will go ahead and tell you this part. There is a section in Revelations when it's talking about the trumpets and it's talking about the seals that the things that we hold on to the most are the things that are going to go away. That is not of God. All right. Remember what I just said, not of God. When we put our faith and trust in everything other than the Lord Jesus Christ, it's going to fail and go away. So when we look at uh, Exodus 20 verses three through six, you shall not have you shall not have any other gods before me. You shall not make yourselves a carved image or likeness of anything that is in heaven or above or below the earth. All right. Uh, you shall not bow down to them or serve them, for I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, in visiting the iniquities of your fathers and children of the third and of the fourth generation for those who hate me but showing steadfast love to thousands of those who love me and keep my commandments. So don't worship the idols. Don't worship the idols. Some of the things that I, I've talked about in the past is, especially like like the uh, TV show that's out there called American Idol. 
I know it's been on for what, 20, 30 plus years. Uh, what is it? Carrie Underwood and several singers have come from it, whatever. But it's the fact that it's American Idol. It is the fact that we are taking time to vote and call in and follow. And, and it's all of this stuff. We're putting more time into a TV show than we are following the word of God. We're taking time to follow our favorite sports teams than following the word of God. And speaking of sports teams, let me go ahead and do this, all right? If you guys have not heard of Substack, I want you to go over to Substack and I want you to listen, or I'm sorry, to subscribe to a Substack. It's called The Bad Christian, all right? This is a friend of mine out of Tennessee who writes for Substack, and what he's doing is he's talking about if I do certain things, does it make me a bad Christian? And one of the things he talked about was uh, sports versus God, in a sense. So I want to encourage all of you and invite all of you to go and read over in Substack. It's called The Bad Christian. And what I'm going to do um, here shortly is him and I are going to do some collaboration together, and I'm going to invite him onto the show. And what we're going to do is we're going to discuss uh, one of his articles and um, he has no idea which one we're going to do, but I'm going to go ahead and, and tell you and give you guys a little insight. It's called, Is Working on Sunday a Sin? And what I'm going to do is I'm going to take his article and read it on this podcast. And if you follow me on the Wisdom app, I'm going to be doing this live also. And I'm going to read it and then I'm going to look at it scripture base and we're going to talk about it. All right. And if I can, I'm going to get him on with us so we can really dive into it and have a good conversation. All right. But not to take away from today's episode. So let's get back to focus. All right. So we looked at we looked at worshiping as an idol. So the last thing is to be deceived. We know. All right. We know without a shadow of a doubt. All right. It's never been more important for Christians to stand on the word of God. Today's culture, we see so many accommodating words that fit the lifestyles instead of accommodating the lifestyle that match the word of God. This is a form of trickery that Satan attempts to do to make Christians pick and choose aspects of the Bible that makes them feel good. One of the things that we will see, all right, one of the things that you'll see, and you'll see this quite a bit, is people love to pick and choose the scriptures from the Bible. They do. They love to pick and choose because it makes them feel good. We must understand and keep this in our mind at all times. Satan will do anything to cause confusion, including using Christians to have so many different beliefs and start appearing to follow so many different religions. And understand what I'm about to say. Religion is man-made. It will fail. All right. Christianity is not man-made. This is made by God. It will never fail because God has never made anything that failed in since the creation of time. And if we look at 2 Timothy 4, uh, verses 3 and 4, it says, For the time is coming when the people will not endure the sound teaching, but have itching ears so they can accommodate uh, for themselves teachers that will suit their own passions and turn away from listening to the truth and wander off into the mist. And I did an episode entitled Itching Ears um, a while back where I got into this on Second Timothy. And honestly, I'm going to go ahead and tell you this part too. 
it caused such a stir with churches and such a stir with some Christians to where they reached out to me and they were very uh, unhappy, <laughs> to say the least, because it struck a nerve with them. All right. We live in a time where we're going to be deceived. We know that there are churches around today that you can probably think of right off the top of your head that will not preach sound doctrine. They will not preach heaven and hell. They won't preach any of this. What they're going to preach is a bunch of feel-good motivational speeches, and they're going to water down the fact that if you don't know Jesus as your Savior, you're going to hell because they don't want to scare the congregation or the potential members, because if you do that, it's going to take away from the, the funding of the church. And if you take away from the funding of the church, then the pastor can't have his fancy cars and his suits. Y'all understand what I'm saying? And you know some of these people that you've seen on TV that do the same thing about, oh, God loves you. God loves you so much. But if you send me $100, he'll even love you even more. So if you send that check right away, we'll get you. We'll get you some love from, from God and, and we'll give you this wonderful blanket and da, 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 da. It's a bunch of horse garbage that's out there. All right. So six things that, that the devil uses. Real, real simple. I'm going to recap one more time. He'll make you doubt God's word. He'll paralyze you with fear. He will silence you from sharing the gospel. He will cause you to live in shame. He will get you to worship idols. He will cause you to do to be deceitful, and he will deceive you from following the true word of God. All right. That is what I wanted to bring you today. That is the six things that Satan loves to do to us. And so I hope you enjoyed today's episode. So now I'm going to turn my attentions back to talking about the uh, Substack, The Bad Christian. Like I said, if you enjoy reading different articles, definitely go to Substack and subscribe and look up The Bad Christian. Um, the writer's name is Josh Griffin. He, Like I said, he's out of Tennessee. We're going to try to get him on the show and maybe do a little collaboration with him. Um, also, if you want to stay informed on what's going on with Jesus and a Cup of Joe, you can follow us on our social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, we also have a website, JesusandACupofJoe.com. I want to invite you to go there. You can take a look. We have the episodes of the podcast on there. We have our merchandise store. We have the video selection. We have a blog page and a, and a uh, donation button. And speaking of donations, um, this podcast has the ability to possibly go to local radio stations here in Georgia to be played. And that cost is going to be $95 a week. And so what I am doing is I'm selling advertisement spots on the podcast. So if you want to advertise, you have a business, reach out to me at jesusandacupofjoe at gmail.com. Love for you to uh, be a sponsor or advertiser. We'll plug you in, whether it be at the beginning, the middle, or maybe the end of the podcast. We'll also do some website and social media advertisement. We also have a donation button. So if you like what you're hearing, you want to support Jesus and a Cup of Joe, you could do that by going to our donation page, um, whether it's buy, buy me a coffee, whether it's uh, PayPal or other ways. There's different ways to donate. I'm going to tell you that all the proceeds that we are collecting is going to, to help fund not only this ministry, but to help fund us to get to the airwaves. $95 a week doesn't sound like a lot of money to a lot of people, 
but I can tell you that this ministry is 100% funded by me at this point in time, and I also got to make sure I don't take away from my family, especially with the way the economy's going. And so um, that's something that we're that we're looking at doing. We're praying hard on, and so if nothing else, I ask you to pray for me and pray for the podcast. And if it's God's will, it'll work out. Um, we're already on down in Tampa, Florida, uh, the Helium Radio Network. We're on there every Sunday from twelve to twelve thirty. We have that time slot where they replay previous episodes of the podcast, so you can always catch us there. The nice thing about this, let me tell y'all something, all right? And and I'm I'm kind of going a little little off track here, but but it's something I want to share with you guys. This will be, I think, the fifth year this year of doing this podcast, and it has grown such a way that I cannot begin to describe. Eight different countries around the world we're being shared all over the world. We are um, hitting records. As far as uh, out of the top 100, we're like number 11 with podcasts that talk about Jesus. As independent podcasters, we are sitting about 25th spot. I mean, God has just been good. And all I'm trying to do is is just keep pushing. Because remember, what, what did Jesus say in Matthew? Go out and make disciples of all nations and baptize them. Well, I'm trying to make sure the word of God gets out to the world because the world is in need of listening to the gospel and they need it more than ever because with everything going on and you know it as well as I do look around all right so look around we know that there's a lot of things going on in the world and it's it's up to us as followers of Christ to make sure that we're telling the world about Jesus okay so I'm going to give you a sneak peek. Like I said, you know what we're going to do with uh, the Bad Christian um, substack. And you're listening to this episode today, which we're talking about the six things that Satan wants more than anything else. Another episode that I'm looking at doing here in the near future is called Knowing Jesus versus Knowing About Jesus. Because I believe that we have a lot of people in the world that know about Jesus but I'm not sure on how many people truly know Jesus. And so this will give me an opportunity to dive in and to look at having that personal relationship with Jesus. And so I hope you're able to join me for that episode. And like I said, um, it'll be announced here soon when we're going to do that, along with, like I said earlier, the Substack um, episode that we're going to do. So be on the lookout for those things. And share with your friends and family. Like I said, subscribe, follow, and share. Subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on social media. Share us with your friends and family. So I'm going to get ready to wrap this up. I've been on for about 26 minutes. I will tell you, I'm trying to start pushing our episodes out for 30 minutes. But sometimes it's going to work. Sometimes it's not going to work. All right. Because I'm a firm believer of one thing. Once once the uh, the Spirit tells me I'm done, I'm done. But I, I can talk about other things that we're going to do with the with the podcast and, and things like this. So that could help out. Um, but check out the website. Definitely uh, check out everything that, that we talked about. And like I said, thank you so much. It's because of listeners like you, we're able to, to be on the air and do the things that we love to do. Um, I love each and every one of you. Thank God for each and every one of you. And just remember, you always start your day with Jesus and a cup of joe. God bless. 
have you ever heard of Substack? Substack is a network base that allows writers, podcasters, musicians, and various people to come together and collaborate and share their ideas with the world. I personally, here at Jesus in a Cup of Joe, I subscribe to The Bad Christian. It's a wonderful read, and I invite all of you to do that. So why don't you go over to substack.com, look up The Bad Christian, and tell them that Jesus in a Cup of Joe sent you.